0: 90s now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Highland. Well, hi, you guys. How are you? Hey, I'm so rested. I don't know about you, ladies, but it's a beautiful day.
1: Wow, <laughs> that sounds.
0: Good. You sound like Do a you self have a good help sleep? tape or
1: something. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I sound like what?
1: A self help tape.
0: <laughs> well, I went to the cottage for the whole weekend, <gasps> so I would feel um, after a whole weekend of nautical skiing, food. And ah, booze. Very nice. And a lot of sunshine. Oh, and great we have weather. Been enjoying some were really going. great weather. This <laughs> is, uh, sorry to brag, but I had the best weekend ever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and this is one great weekend ahead of probably another one and then ahead of a few because uh, before we start our trip back into our favorite decade, we want to mention that we will be off for some summer vacations. So we've got uh, this show, we're going to do another one after this one, and then we'll be uh, off for a bit of a break. And come back refreshed to take on uh, yet another season of 90s now. So uh, heads up, we'll probably have a 10.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> or in my uh-huh. case, I'll
2: look like the Canadian flag, white and red.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Kelly will we'll be wondering, does she ever step outside?
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have two colors, white and red. Say two.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool. Uh, we have uh, some fun stuff to tackle today, which is great. Mm-hmm. Because we're going to tell you which super chill actor has actually got a couple of projects on the go, which would be kind of contrary to the super chill nature of this dude, but uh, some cool ones. So we'll talk about those. We're also going to talk about what happens after the slap heard round the world. Um, Kelly's trivia, of course, will be a wonderful challenge once again. And a 90s rewind that'll take us back to the summer of, I can't remember... 1990,
0: <laughs> my gosh, was it 93? I think that's I in the 90s, that could good. be that.
1: Yeah, well, it's probably accurate, yeah. and by probably accurate, <laughs> I mean, yes, it's 1993. Okay. Whoa, <laughs> that's an indication of how much rest I got this weekend. So, that's yeah. again in contrast to what Adam has enjoyed. So, um. um, yeah, the other thing is the uh, the surprise nature. Um to me anyways, that uh, Jennifer Lopez is now Mrs. Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. Jaffleck. Who saw it coming? I think we all kind of saw it coming, but good for them for, for doing it. Um with Benifer having uh, sealed the deal this time around, we should probably start there. How about that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kinda cool. Like the the idea that uh J Lo might be J Fleck moving forward. <laughs> I think it just J-Lo gives mentions. people online something to talk about there's certainly nothing that's going to change as far as uh official documentation uh, when it comes to her her business dealings and things yep. like that that would I think would be too much of an undertaking so she will always be Jennifer Lopez or Jlo um but the idea that in uh you know lovebird scenario that they've re-found themselves in a place where in both of their lives as individuals uh, coming together made even more sense this time. So good for them.
2: I will reiterate that out of all of her exes, I did not see this coming. Like, (laughs) out of all of the exes that she has, I did not think there would be a return to Benefer. I just, like, and obviously it's been going great for over, over a year now. I guess it's 14 months they've been back together, something like that. And so, you know, obviously very happy for them. But again, out of all of her exes... This was not my choice in the <laughs> fact that I just figured like that ship had sailed. And I think somewhere and obviously I don't know these people personally, you know what I mean? So that this yeah. explains a lot of it, but there's a part of me that just I guess I was like I never quite understood them to begin with. You know like back in 2003 yeah. and and uh, and so yeah, I just it just it's it's interesting that it's come full circle. So We'll, see. well, it's
1: it's a classic Hollywood move, too, which is interesting. You know that almost 20 years later, they're back together. Uh, 20 years ago, I think they were both in different, obviously different places mm-hmm. in their lives. I think she was probably more on track to, be, to arrive at where she is today professionally. She seems solid. She always has. She has a focus on how she's going to get there and what she's going to do to get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he hit a few bumps along the road, but also, uh, you know, helped raise his family with his now ex-wife, Jennifer Garner. They have three kids together. A couple of the kids, I think, are in the same age group as uh, JLo's los kids, which mm-hmm. is nice that they have um, each other to uh, bounce off of, which is great. And I think like any situation, you go back 20 years in anybody's life, and it's uh, it's like, oh, yeah, I wasn't ready for that at all. 20 years later, you've got this, like, collected wisdom and experience in life, and you at least... I think you at least know what you want and certainly what you what you don't want. And I think that's probably as a big a factor as knowing what you want. Knowing what you don't want or what you won't accept, I think, is huge. And I think she is the kind of person that knows that. And I think he, for his... Uh, you know, challenges and rising above and and growing up, I think, has come to a, a safe place too.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very happy great. for them. And here's the funny thing: I uh, I knew we were obviously talking about this today, and so um, I'd read a couple of the stories. And this morning, I was out on the tractor, not joking, and twirling around the fields doing my little farmer stuff. And I actually had deep thoughts about Jennifer and Ben Napak. <laughs> <That's laughs> like, like, I had thoughts about: I'm like, would they, would they want a kid? Like. So, you know, because obviously oh. they're so excited to have love again. So I'm like, would they, would they hire a surrogate, like surrogate? I'm wondering, like, oh, cause obviously like she, she's 51 now, I guess. Um, and soon to be 52, I think, cause her birthday's mm-hmm. at the end of the month. So um, I actually had that thought. I'm like, would they, would they do that? Like, even though I know they have their kids and they're probably happy, but I'm like, knowing that they, you know, cause I read, I'm on her, um, I'm on her newsletter uh, which of is course, like, there's like a name. There's like a name to it. It's like JLo something. Anyways, I signed up for it because she only puts certain things on that. Like she won't put it on Instagram. You have to read her newsletter first. She's very savvy. Like her team's very savvy, and so that's where I actually saw the pictures first from the wedding chapel because she put it there as opposed to her Instagram account. Right. So I read all this stuff, and I think just the way that that note was crafted, it really made it sound like obviously again they're super happy to be together, and I'm just that's why the kid thing came, and I'm like. Would they want to have a kid with them and them together? You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. we'll see. So I had that pondering. And then I also pondered uh, the J-Fleck thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm not behind it. Like, it has to be (laughs) J-Lo. Just J-Lo, J-Fleck, nope, not happening. And uh, so I had that that thought. And then I actually (laughs) had thoughts, too, about their wedding and the fact that it was surprising because I would have thought they would have had a massive wedding. Because of again, finding their love again 20 years later and all that. And they are supposed to have a big party, that's the rumor uh, in mm-hmm. Georgia. But, you know, but I give them superstar credit for just going to Vegas like every other couple uh, who wants to have an experience and an adventure. And they did it that way. So they surprised me. Way to go, J Flow.
0: <laughs> and for more details about Jennifer Lopez's life on the JLo.com. that's, that's the on, newsletter that's the one yeah which she might have to change to onthejfleck.com yeah. but we'll see about that
1: <laughs> yeah I don't see her making any changes like that and no. again I think the uh, making like an alteration like a jfleck or bringing that Element in, I think, is all media wanting to mm-hmm. jump on that and coming up with the cool handle before anybody else. You know, another
2: thought I had, Sharon, before you move on, because you brought up their kids. That was another thought. I, I swear to God, I had this thought on the tractor because, like you mentioned, <laughs> their, their kids' ages are, I think, fairly similar or relative. Yep. But it made me think back to when they had been such a big family with. Um, A-Rod's kids you know like they were inseparable those you know because her two and his two the four you know the four of them and I actually had that thought I'm like I wonder if they're still in contact at all with his girls because they were like siblings you know and then all of a sudden it's over and again I'm very grateful that he you know they've been able to integrate so well I think with Ben's kids but yeah like you wonder like it's they've had some upheaval for sure her kids.
1: Oh for sure and you think of like the difference between um uh, marriages and those relationships when those, when they break up and what happens to the kids. I think in 2022, you have access to social media and, and kids could be communicating on their own. 20 years ago, it would have been like every other decade before that, which was, oh, well, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll miss them. Maybe we'll see them again one day or, you know, whatever story made the kids feel better. But it wasn't a priority to have, to, to necessarily have the kids, the kids, uh, relationships with the other kids yep. uh be um something to think about but certainly they can take care of themselves now yeah and you know what's shocking out of Snapchat. all of this
2: my thought process on all of this that i took time on my tractor to contemplate all of these scenarios well, w-
0: what else is there to do on the tractor yeah.
1: <laughs> concentrate on tractoring how about that as you can- <laughs> pardon, concentrate on
0: tractoring yeah, she true, could have been yeah. doing that i would
1: love to see the pattern on uh, whatever you were doing i would love to be i did given a an J aerial L-O, view.
2: l-o j-o yeah. M- <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then like the the shape of a boom like yeah, exactly. drop,
2: boom. <laughs> <laughs> <Mic> drop.
1: <laughs> well from uh, our humble 90s now we wish jennifer lopez and ben affleck uh, all the happiness they can find yeah uh and now back to battle yeah. <laughs> Let's get into some trivia.
0: 90s. <laughs> now. Trivia. Bing bong. Bing. Bong. To the bing to the bong. So
2: I'm going to try to make <inaudible> you uh, use those brain cells um, in the two shows before we take our summer hiatus. So, so this will be an indication of, of
1: that we need the vacation. That exactly.
2: Right? um i'm I'm not exactly well i don't know we'll see i'm trying to be confident for you two on this question
1: so at least it's fair this time she you're usually only confident for adam so go ahead (laughs) uh
2: so this is under news and politics oh good yeah so in 1992 when adam was negative two years old um (laughs) australia's prime minister paul keating put his arm around who
1: sharon Co- Sharon, Jerry Halliwell.:
0: <laughs> Good why guess,
1: not? but no. why not? Only because they weren't a you know a group before. Yeah, <laughs> until five I, years later.. <laughs> <yeah>.
0: <laughs> um, so Adam can I, don't, can don't I,
2: guess the Spice Girl based off of that answer.:
0: yeah. No, I was going to say Michael Jackson.:
2: Oh, that's a great guess, but no, no, no. this Okay, is can we was, get
0: some guesses?
2: No, what yeah. area
0: what exp- what area of: um, How about give us their initials. Kiwi 2.
2: Kiwi 2? QE2.
1: Oh, the Queen. Yeah. Mm. Elizabeth II. Exactly. (laughs) He put his arm around her? Yeah, so that was obviously a
2: big faux pas, right?
1: Wow. Wow. What'd she do? Give him (laughs) an elbow in the rib? (laughs)
2: No. she didn't have her her cane at that juncture, but she would have given a swift. A swift hit to the knee. That would have been great.
0: Yikes. How old was the queen in 92? That would have um, been uh, 20 years ago, yeah, 30 30 years, years ago. 30 years ago. So. 30 years ago.
2: So she's 96 now, I think. Well <laughs> into her 60s. Yeah. Can you imagine? I can't imagine anyone going, hi!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Queenie, How you give doing? us a hug. Yeah. No. Oh, my gosh. Um.
2: <laughs> so question number two. Um. Hold on. I just want to make sure... Alright. Which collectible nineties toy had kids flicking plastic molded monsters at each other? And for the record I'd never heard of this game.
1: Oh good. I can't wait to oh. not answer it. Yeah. Sharon. Go Sharon. Pong.
0: Pogs. Not Pong, Pogs.
2: No. Adam? Oh well. See?
0: I have no idea.
2: Yeah. And let me know if you either of you have heard of this. Go go's crazy bones. No. Never heard of it.
0: I would
1: Was like that to dispute that question. Take it up with the uh, bureau uh, question. You mean the
2: cards that I get from?
1: Yeah, that, throw that I bought away. From,
2: I think I bought it from uh, Winners, these cards. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the Corner Store.
2: Which is what? Is that Marshall's again in the States? What is it? No, it's TJ Yeah, Ma- yeah Marshall's. Winners
1: is Marshall's. Yeah. yeah.
2: I would like to well, mention before we move on that I don't think out of any question that we do for trivia with regards to games from the 90s, I know none of them. No, me neither. And I don't know if it's because well, they're, I was they're in my oddly teens. specific.
0: I know it's because I was in the clubs,
2: right? Yeah, that's what it uh, did. So it was my jam. club. Apparently,
0: they made um, a Nintendo DS version of Go Go's Crazy Bones.
2: I've. N- did you know this, Adam? Because I had you heard of them? Never. No. No. Hmm. Oh.
1: I don't accept it. Okay. <laughs> Back to you, Sharon. That's a non-question. So. We learned something today. Yep. And you know what? If you asked me the question again, I'd be like, I don't even know what you said. Oh, by <laughs> the way, I'm gonna quickly look because um we got
2: a we got a message from uh, from Shane.
1: Yep. Oh hey Shane. Hey Shane One hey, uh, Prince.
2: He said that he wanted to me to re ask one of our trivia questions from the other week about basketball, but I can't remember
0: Why would you re ask the well, question? Just for though? him,
2: because I think he missed that episode. But we had refer. I think Rachel. Rachel referenced it. I think on a comment um, on YouTube. And so I think the question he wants. So Shane, this is for you. We've already answered this. We won't answer it again, but I'll ask it for you. In which year was Shaquille O'Neal the first overall pick in the NBA draft?
1: We asked that question.
2: Well, he asked. He said I asked a basketball question. That's the only one I can find as of recent. So.
1: And he's a super coach, right? He's a super coach, right? He coaches middle school. Shane,
2: correct. Pardon the Wildcats.
1: Yes. He's right. not the
2: coach of the Wildcats. I don't want to start that rumor.
1: Well, that you just did. He'd probably like to be it. the
2: coach of the Wildcats.
1: <laughs> you
0: said oh, he's I? coaching the Wildcats though. Who, who's, who is he coaching?
2: Uh, his, it's in Mills his high school. school. Cause Shane's oh. a high school teacher, right? Or coach. Yeah. So Shane, yeah. Uh, Shane, well, the
0: Wildcats could have been the name of the, of, of the team at the mm, school. Maybe. That's true. We will learn before the end of this season.
1: Before what you the move. name of Shane's team is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shane,
2: just tell us in the YouTube comments. Um, Here's a quick, funny story about basketball. A few years ago, uh, my brother and I, I'll preface this by saying my brother and I are huge fans of the Duke Blue Devils, the college Mm -hmm.
0: team.
2: Um, And so for his, I forget forget what birthday it is. I had a lady um, make like Duke basketballs, like with the Duke symbol and like all that stuff, right? Cool. And so when I was asking her to do this, she had, of course, no clue who they were, like, which is fine, whatever. So, you know, I sent her the logos, all that stuff. Anyways, somehow me asking her to do this, the rumor that then got out because she's friends with my better half, uh, my better half found out, Elaine, that she had told all of her family, the lady who made the cakes, that my brother um, played for the Duke Blue Devils. Oh, nice. (laughs) (laughs) I told my brother, he was pleased as punch. She's like, I can't believe it. He's like I always wanted to play basketball, so now like I'm on the team. MVP, exactly. <laughs> so that's the best rumor I think that my brothers ever had happen about him—that he uh, plays for the Duke Blue Devils.
1: <laughs> I like it. <laughs> we don't. We won't do anything to uh, squash that rumor either. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look for his card. It's a valuable card. Yeah,
2: if you can find it. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. Uh, we talked about the super chill actor who's uh, actually keeping quite busy in Hollywoody Harrelson. Ah, see what he did there? Love it. Woody Harrelson has to be one of the chillest cats out there, man. Uh, but to keep the contrast going, the idea that he's a quite busy and b one of the projects that he's working on is about one of the chillest genres of music out there: yacht rock. Mm-hmm. Yacht Rock, if you were to check any uh, of your, wherever you stream your music, of course you're going to find playlists of Yacht Rock that I think more often than not would describe uh, your parents' music, you know, when it brings musical examples from like uh, the Eagles or, uh, you know, whatever bands from the 70s. I think now it's even safe to add to those lists songs that just kind of keep a chill vibe. Mm -hmm. But what Woody Harrelson is working on is a movie, or rather a musical, That tracks the beginnings of Yacht Rock. So it's by the same people that brought us Rock of Ages. uh, No doubt it will bring, if nothing else, an insanely chill summer soundtrack with uh, Woody Harrelson as being kind of the lead of a cast of musicians from the 70s that went on to establish what we now know and love as Yacht Rock kind of cool i love
0: yacht rock man you it's know it's funny weekend. that we talk about it this week because i heard that term for the first time last week never heard the term before oh cool and then twice in a single week what are the odds
1: man buy a lottery ticket dude that's what i was because, thinking
0: <laughs> you think also like yacht
1: rock and like it's probably a sub uh category of dock rock right because <laughs> well for those thought- of us that can't afford a yacht we, we can have access to a dock probably more easily right that works Um, I don't have dates on that project when that musical will come, but I will totally look forward to that. Mm -hmm. Um, The other project, a little more uh, heady, I think. It's uh, also musically based, rooted in Aldous Huxley's uh, Brave New World um, book. That'll feature Woody Harrelson as uh, the pilot of this symbolic plane. The project is called The Entertainment System is Down, It will be a comedy. There will be a social awareness twist to it as well. And again, probably good music. So Mm. it doesn't seem that Woody Harrelson could go wrong when he's working really hard.
2: (laughs) It's what he does. I haven't actually heard of him doing anything as of late, right? So this sounds like he's got some projects on the way because I haven't heard of anything recently.
1: I would say it's pretty cool and probably in keeping with the idea that with people getting back to... Fill in the blank, whether it's work, whether it's back to normal or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, he's probably happy to to get into just doing something to tap into his creative juices.
2: Anytime anybody brings up Woody Harrelson, the first thing that comes to mind is 1992 and the Kelly, Kelly, Kelly song from Cheers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can't tell you how how every single person that year... Thought they were the first person to sing that at me. <laughs> <laughs> they'd be like, have you heard this? And then they'd sing it at me, and I'd be like, Ooh, mm-hmm.
1: No, I never heard it. Yeah. So 19- say, I 92- recorded it on a VHS. Yeah. I know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so
2: 1992 is the year of the Kelly 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 song. Yeah.
1: And Adam, if you are unfamiliar with the Kelly 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 song, I am unfamiliar with it. Well, there was an episode of Cheers, which a hugely successful show that started in the 80s. I, I know, about cheers. I, you know, know about, about cheers. I know about Cheers. Everybody knows your name, uh, and Woody Harrelson was um, sort of like a—he, he, I think his character kind of came off as a bit uh, simple. Yep. But he would have like you know wise quotes every once in a while that were sort of startling. But he had a girlfriend on the show, and he wrote her a song, and it was Kelly 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 K E L L Y Y. Because it's Kelly, Kelly, <laughs> Kelly, Kelly.
2: <laughs> that
1: was a crazy. song, Adam. That
2: I was love a song. it. song.
1: And everybody yeah. in that time frame is familiar with how easy that song was to sing along to. Yeah.
2: It's, uh, it ranks right up there with Phoebe's Smelly Cat.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know that one. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> um, um, wait, before we move on, uh, yeah. Woody Harrelson... Yes. You you "Oh, what he's doing what is he in one movie? I didn't hear about him. He's been featured. He has a lead role in a film called the Man from Toronto hmm. well, I did not that know. just got released, I think a few weeks back or it's got a five point seven rating on i m d b so oh, cool not that great of a movie. but what's funny is I saw um you know, a trailer, and during the whole trailer they keeps they keep saying, Oh, the man from Toronto <laughs> And if there's something we know here in Canada is that you do not pronounce that second T. Toronto. Toronto. It's Toronto, right? Toronto. And Toronto. all the comments were hundreds of people asking, how in, how on earth can you make a movie called The Man from Toronto and <laughs> say The Man from Toronto everywhere in the movie? <laughs> so that's where you can see Woody Harrelson lately. Yeah. Ah. I, I love the
1: nitpick on... Uh, on a word pronunciation like that too, it's so um,
0: uh, regional. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it strikes a chord when it strikes, and <laughs> it doesn't make a... sense that we don't pronounce that last T. It is spelled True. Toronto. Yeah, yes. but
2: on our station, we have. Um, I don't think we're running it as of late. We might be, but um, the voice guy that does this particular commercial has to be American, and he Uh-oh. calls. So the it's about the theme park. So the theme park is La Ronde. Right. Right. La Ronde. Nope. Mm -mm. Not that.
1: And it's funny, too. Like, I think from our perspective of doing it, of of being in this industry, we know that, uh, like, someone had to okay it. Yes. (laughs) So someone who also didn't know that that's how you not say it said, keep going. That's okay. (laughs) Yep. It's fine. Yep. I, I I end up being like super nitpicky about that stuff. Like, why did they do that? <laughs> you know, and, and again, I, I bring it back to my, a favorite line of mine over the past few years, which is, it has to matter. Yeah. <laughs> so if it doesn't matter to, to this level, I can't have it matter to me. Yeah.
2: <laughs> When I went to uh, university, most of us, so we all went to Toronto. No, we, yes. we went to Toronto. And uh, a lot of us were like, you know, I was from Quebec. We had a bunch of people from Montreal and Quebec. And then there was a few from British Columbia and all this stuff. And so we were doing fake traffic reports in our radio class, like, you know, mm-hmm. learning how to, how that all worked. And so, and we were doing radio shows. So we were doing radio shows like a full-on broadcast. And so everybody had different roles. And I remember this girl who is absolutely a delight from British Columbia. She was doing traffic, and so she was like, "Blah blah 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 blah." Uh, you know, there's congestion in Etobicoke. And Aww. so, and so, <laughs> for anyone who doesn't know, uh, it's Etobicoke. Um, but silent
1: the, K out of nowhere.
2: Silent K. <laughs> but my teacher, who was an actual. Traffic reporter for like one of the main radio stations in Toronto. He kept harping on it for like ten <laughs> minutes, and like I and and like you said, it has to matter. But she just didn't know. Like nobody had ever told her that it was pronounced a not right. a But he's like, you have to understand that you need to get this right. And I'm like, calm
1: down. <laughs> and it's kind of true because there's that interesting line of uh, of saying something mispronouncing something then you have to be okay with someone telling you that you've mispronounced it Mm -hmm. but that person has to be okay actually telling someone that they that they've mispronounced it Mm -hmm. because nobody wants to be that person because you never know how the person's going to react ultimately if i'm correcting someone it's for the greater good of our Mm -hmm. of Of everybody but yeah. nobody likes being told that they've done something wrong.
2: Yeah, but see, especially like not with, in a way
1: that you're describing. <laughs> but
2: like with you, Sharon, you probably would be like, "Hey, dude, like this is how you say it, just so you know." Going for like y- your your explanation would probably be 20 seconds or less. He right. literally went on for 10 minutes, like about the importance of and and like we get it, but he was just. I think it's because that's his job every day, for and sure. he couldn't. He was going bananas. He's like, "It's a tobacco. It's not tobacooky," and he was like losing his mind. It was really, yeah. <laughs> It was funny. Step
1: outside and get some fresh air, fella. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Away from the cars. The exhaust and is getting to you. <laughs> uh, so if I were to refer to the slap herd around the world, we know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Will Smith opening his privileged hand and striking Chris Rock in the mm-hmm. face. The unsuspecting Chris Rock, I should say. Uh, we all got to watch that on TV when it happened live. And I think ultimately Chris Rock was... Had to be suspecting something uh, when Will Smith approached him live on TV, on stage, shouting at him or after shouting at him, keep my wife's name out your damn mouth. And that's a quote. But I don't think anybody would have thought that he would have gone up there and, you know, smacked him. Yeah, no. And I don't think that there were many people also that stuck around to see what would happen afterward for the storm that would have taken over Will Smith's career. As in they kept their professional distance, because wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, at least for a time anyways. And you know what? You don't want to be associated with something like that. That kind of behavior is completely... Um, unacceptable well
2: especially in this day and age right like people get fired before they're even proven to have done xyz like especially in media right like it's just like you know if there's any whiff of anything like you're gone you know yeah Agreed. So that's the that's So a lot of
1: his stuff, Will Smith's uh, projects, were put on hold, shelved. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're not talking about that right now, that kind of stuff. But there's been a glimmer of hope from an old friend and co-star, Martin Lawrence, who has recently shared that they will be doing, or that they will always be, Bad Boys for Life. Yeah. So that's kind of good news, I'm sure, for Will Smith, knowing that there will be a, a, it's Bad Boys 4, right?
2: Uh, This would be Bad Boys 4, Yep.
1: So that's kind of cool.
2: Yeah. But I liked his explanation, Martin, saying that back in the day when he was going through a bad time, Eddie Murphy stuck by his side. Yeah. And so he wants to pay it forward, which I have great respect for. Because mm-hmm. you know Will Smith is coming back. There is absolutely zero question. He's going away for a while for this to all die down and for him to work on himself or whatever the PR line will be. And hopefully yeah. he is working on himself <laughs> for real. Um, but he'll be back, right? And then, and then everybody will be on the Will Smith bandwagon again. Uh, which is, you know, fine or not fine, depending on who you are. But, Mm -hmm. uh, but it's, it's, I appreciate Martin knowing what he went through. He's, he's putting his neck out, you know, for, for his buddy.
1: For sure. And it is, uh, you know what? It's not to say that Will Smith isn't entitled to his friendships, Mm -hmm. um, uh, And yet at the same time, you can't be surprised that any professional relationship would want to distance themselves from that kind of behavior until Mm -hmm. there's some clarity as to, uh, you know, how he would move forward. And Mm -hmm. I think at the very least, there would be some kind of an apology. And yet, I am not deserving of that apology. Like, I don't need to witness it. Yet at the same time, I didn't need to witness that slap on, you know, the fun awards show that I was watching that night, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm Mm-hmm. So it's an interesting position to be in. But either way, Bad Boys was a fun franchise. So it will be nice to see those two guys uh, maybe get their thing back together. Now, are you ready for this trip back to I'm sure it's 1993, (laughs) even though I wasn't sure at the (laughs) beginning of the show? Yeah. (laughs) Well, here we go. Summertime 1993. All right. Now, if we were to look at Summertime 2022, Elvis is definitely a part of the summer of 2022, thanks to that uh, new Baz Luhrmann film, Elvis. Uh, back in the summer of 1993, Elvis had still been long gone by that point, to the tune of 26 years, right? 77, 70, 70, 87, uh, Less yep. than 20 years. Uh, I can't do math years. All of a sudden. 15 years, right. Uh, UB40 brought some Elvis vibes with their cover of Can't Help Falling in Love. Cool that was such a great reggae- song.
2: Their version? Yeah. Mm.
1: So just summer. Just mm. a super chill And so chill vibe. 1993. Totally <laughs> 1993. Like
2: you, if you hear that, you're like, oh, 1993. Yep. Agreed. Yep.
1: Uh, so that was a great cover. Speaking of covers, though, Rod Stewart covered Van Morrison's classic, um uh, Have I Told You Lately?
2: Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And that was
1: on his Unplugged album and the performance that fe- was featured on VH1 at that time. That should have been our warning at that point that... <laughs> Uh, Rod Stewart would be just doing covers forever. Yeah, He's <laughs> really he's taken on all the you know classics and the songbooks and the whatever.
2: Next will be uh, the telephone book, Sharon. If
1: it's not next, on will be <laughs> the yellow pages, yeah. Volume One. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh So the difference between Tag Team and Ninety Five South came down to whoop and whoot. <laughs> Woot, There It Is was a hit for Atlanta's tag team, and Jacksonville, Florida's 95 South had theirs with Woot! There It Is, both songs enjoying some time in our radios or Walkmans or portable CD players back in 1993. And could we get away uh, from a, you know, uh, 90s rewind at that time and not mention Janet Jackson? <laughs> we cannot. You, can you imagine the open face slap that I would receive from <laughs> Kelly Alexander? <laughs> <laughs> Though I would have suspected it, um, Janet Jackson couldn't have oozed hot summer vibes more if she tried. On "That's the Way Love Goes," uh, it was hot like uh, hot like the AC is broken, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that kind of hot, sort of mm-hmm. uncomfortable, but yeah at the same time uh so thank you janet jackson and how about this for a contrast to any of what i've said so far the twins that are featured in the proclaimers hit the right spot that summer uh with i'm gonna be 500 miles great track i'll leave that as your earworm uh it's there Yeah. yeah (laughs) The
2: station I work for. Thank you, Adam. He's in. Played that a gajillion
1: times. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. No kidding.
2: Oh, and I should mention, too, a little uh, cross-promotion here for the uh, Mm. Kelly Alexander Show. By the time you're watching this, it will be um, up on our YouTube channel, but we are actually doing a live stream with Tina Landon. Or uh, we so again. By the time you're watching it, it, this is this it has been done. But you can check it out on the YouTube channel. So YouTube.com/slash Kelly Alexander Show. And we're super excited to have Tina on, uh, talking about our new show Just Dance. And also, she just won a very important award uh, in Florida. She got um, at like a dance convention. Uh, she cool. won an award for her influence in the world of dance.
1: Wow. Isn't that amazing? Love Bravo. It. Love That's, it. That's it's obviously so well deserved, and I think it's probably just the tipping point to uh, a continued flow of, you know, very well deserved recognition.
2: Yeah, and you know what's crazy is so we announced on her Instagram just this past week about the show, you know, that we're doing this Just Dance thing, and I almost fell over when I saw a comment on her Instagram from uh, his name is Brian Nicholson. And he is one of the top choreographers today. He is, like, this tight with Ariana Grande. Wow. And I love, like, he actually wrote, he's like, this is amazing. Like, let's go. Like, and so to see, you know, top choreographers today still paying, like, knowing that it's important to pay respect to Tina, who influenced them, it was, Mm -hmm. like, really cool. And then this other dancer who currently dances for Christina Aguilera and has danced for Jennifer Lopez, he wrote also, like... Super excited to know about the show. And that's really cool, knowing that these guys who are dancing with A-list people are writing messages to Tina. Well,
1: -hmm. you think also, like, when people get uh, honored and, uh, you know, paid respect or given a compliment, even something smaller like that, you think of, like, the classics. And you think of, like, the people that, you know, paved the way. And you end up, like, realizing that a lot of the dance moves that you tried to replicate as a young person in this frame were hers yep do you know what i mean like you think of like you know the fred astaire and ginger rogers there's that's like a really great go-to because it's classic and it's that many years old but tina landon i think has her spot in in history and i think if if uh like I said, I think it's going to be a cascade of great news coming her way. So good for her. And good for you for working with her and bringing that to the peeps. Thank you. I'm very excited. Hopefully
2: you'll be able to tune in, Sharon. If you're I think not-
1: I've got to pay for it and I'm prepared to do it. Uh, this The live
2: stream, you don't have to pay for it. It's free. What? Yeah. Free? The live stream is free. You do have to pay for a subscription if you want to join Just Dance. But if you want to just watch the live stream,
1: stream I should say. With my subscription to Just Dance, yes. will there be any instruction to help me just dance well i can ask tina to will help... she want to see my dance move designed to bring happiness to the people
2: i'm waiting for you to <laughs> send it to her i can hook you guys up on a text you know text message stream here
1: i just i only pop it out for people that need it kill well she
2: and might it doesn't have...
1: sound like she, she doesn't need it at this time she's getting her accolades
2: she has a sore back though this week so maybe she could use
1: <laughs> all right let me know
2: she will love it. If you can you please record it, I will send it to her.
1: Should I do it in Crocs?
2: Yeah.
1: Cuz nothing says fine dancer yeah. like Crocs.
2: Nothing says dancer like Sharon
1: in Crocs. <laughs> Had to sprain your ankle. I uh, did the dance move designed to bring happiness to the people in Crocs. <laughs> Living and learning.
2: Living and learning. Just like I All thought right. that that C. Peniston <laughs> dance move was manageable.
1: <laughs> I yeah, say keep on trying kill yeah, I,
2: was, I was trying to keep on walking at that point but keep,
1: <laughs> keep on walking but next time wear a helmet yeah exactly <laughs> um, before we sign off uh, two things one I want to give a shout out to our friend Carolyn Jones who has found us uh, as a podcast but also uh, on YouTube we appreciate that very much and yeah. uh, if we could just t- together as a trio channel some positive vibes and send them her way with uh, strength and uh, continued resilience, so that uh, she can tackle what she's got to tackle.
2: We love you, you CJ.
1: Girl. Thank you, CJ. And two, again, just a reminder that we will be taking uh, just a few weeks off so that we can come back refreshed and be prepared to dance <laughs> uh, or whatever. Yes. Um And that'll happen in uh, a couple of weeks. We're gonna do, we'll have this show, but one more after this one, and then a few weeks off so mm-hmm. that we can and I'll be fresh and perky like.
0: <laughs> fresh and perky. That's fresh Adam's and perky, names. Believe it at that. Like yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah, don't add anything else. <laughs> no.
1: Uh, and until then, thank you very much for finding us wherever it is that you do. Thanks to Adam, you can find us everywhere possible. <laughs> um, and ultimately, thank you for listening to 90s Now. Still happening.